Garfiri Japan. What's up, Peters? Welcome to yet another action-packed episode of Got Faded Japan. I am your host, Johnny. And I'm your other host, Jeremy Deschner. That's right. And as you fine folks know, Got Faded Japan is about two dudes. Booze. Japan and the motherfucking news. Kampai on that. Cheers, Kampai. Bye, my friend. Mm-mm. What are you drinking there? A gin and water. It's cheap. Not gin and juice? Gin and juice rolling down the street. Um, No, not gin and juice. No, no. I'm not a gin and juice kind of guy. I like gin and tonics and I like gin and water. And uh, that's just how I roll. Gin and juice. Eh. If I'm going to have juice, I'm going to have orange juice and vodka. And that's a screwdriver. Mm, good choice. I love those. Good morning drink. Yeah. Oh. What are you drinking, my friend? This is shochu, Japanese vodka, basically. And lychee, which is a, I guess it's a, is it a vegetable or a fruit out of uh, China? Lychees. I don't even know what you call them in English. I'm going to say fruit. Fruit. What do you call them in English? Lychee. Lychee's lychee. Oh, really? Okay. Isn't it like sushi, sushi, sake, sake, lychee's lychee, (laughs) Johnny's Johnny. (laughs) Snozzleberries, man. Remember snozzleberries? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's a really wonk in the chocolate factory <laughs> violet you're turning violet <laughs> uh, yeah, but this is just a very simple drink that i made at my house fantastic strong man. as fuck strong as fuck that's how we're rolling today hell yeah hell yeah mm. and faders right now this is actually one o'clock in the afternoon so we're day fading on a sunday yes oh man there's nothing that's better called to drink on <laughs> zero fucks given zero fucks that's right monday uh-uh. speaking of zero fucks what did you do during the weekend <laughs> okay just before the weekend i went and got my first uh pfizer injection oh you got your pfizer oh me too how was it i uh, i mean getting shots is never fun but i mean it, it will probably scare a normal man but myself i was fine oh and then okay. I, yeah, and then after that, <laughs> and then after that, um, my arm was sore for like 12 hours, like just for the injections that was, it wasn't from the medicine, it's from being stabbed in the arm, basically. Mm-hmm. So right now it's, it's all fine and good. They didn't fuck up my tattoos. Okay. No, no, no. Yeah. I had the same thing. Uh, yeah. Sore arm for about two, two and a half days and stuff. And that was it. Um, slight headache, but that was probably from the alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, I might, I might have had that too. I might have had that too. I don't know. I always kind of have a headache. Yeah. Really, that's too bad. <laughs> could be from the, could be from the alcohol. It could be yeah. from the alcohol. Yes. In fact, I'm going to put money on it that it is from the alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you, we're not doctors, but uh, I think you might be medically correct on that. I'm definitely medically correct on that one. And um, yeah. 
Oh, this weekend, this weekend I was making some plans, faders. Some plans for you because faders, we've got something in the works that's going to be super cool for you guys. What we have in the works for you right now is another Got Fit Japan raffle. What? what? Japan raffle again? We haven't done this in like what six years? Oh, oh man, Peters. Yes, we do have a Got Fit of Japan raffle. And what we're going to do is in every episode, we're going to put more and more and more stuff in a box that we're going to send to you. And we're going to start off with, oh wow, here, just listen. I'm not the fuck is that thing? <laughs> this thing right here is the butterfly knife bottle opener. It looks like a butterfly knife. It feels like a butterfly knife. It sounds like a butterfly knife. But in fact, it is not a butterfly knife. It is a bottle opener. Look at this thing. For all you yeah. people us on, on YouTube, this thing is fucking badass. You can do tons of little tricks on this. This is fucking crazy. You can, but be careful. Be careful. You will poke your eye out, even though it is a bottle opener. It is kind of dangerous. <laughs> but yeah. You do this at a barbecue, at a party, or, or just at a restaurant, at a bar. You are definitely getting laid because this thing is badass. And this is going to be the first thing that we put in the raffle. Now, Jeremy, what are the guidelines of this raffle? Um, The guidelines are you have to join us as a, not as a member, but just like us on all social media, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. And then what else? What do you, what else do you want to add to that? Um, yes, you have to sign up for the Patreon. If you're in Patreon, you're automatically eligible to be in this raffle. Now, Patreon only costs $5 a month, but this raffle, if you win this box, if you win this raffle, you're going to get probably like $200 worth of stuff. I mean, we're starting it's off with this definitely thing. Around, yeah. Oh, God. It's oh, around yeah. 200 bucks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're shipping too. We'll ship anywhere. We'll ship all over the world. We're international. So, uh, we'll yeah. We'll ship to your mom's house, bro. Oh, yeah, we'll come to your mom's house. And uh, yes, we're starting off with this, but we're going to put in tons of foods, Japanese foods, not sushi or <laughs> that crazy shit. That wouldn't work. But uh, yeah, oh. like crazy instant ramens. We're going to put in snacks. We're going to put in stickers, T-shirts. We've got all sorts of shit planned, but we're starting off big with the bottle opener butterfly knife. Yes, or the butterfly knife awesome. bottle opener. Whichever way you want to say it, it's all good because that's how butterfly knives roll. There's no rules. You just open up bottles with this and impress your friends. And uh, if you want to learn some tricks, just watch me right now on YouTube. Look at this. Wow, I've been practicing all day. I love this thing. This Fucking thing hell, you're like a ninja, bro. Hell yeah, dude. I'm a faded ninja. Mm. What? So Those that are the scariest ones and the hardest ones to kill. Yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we blend in into every bar. <laughs> you go into a bar right. and see us. <laughs> yeah, and then suddenly you hear something behind you. And then there's Johnny standing right behind you. You didn't even see him move, man. And all Crazy I have shit. Hand is a beer. Yeah, suddenly your beer bottle's open. <laughs> your beer bottle's open. What the fuck just happened? I don't know, man, but that's some ninja shit. Ninja shit. So, Peters, yeah. go to our Patreon page right now. It's in the show notes. Just go in there, click on that, sign up, and join the patron. It supports the show. It supports us. It keeps us doing crazy shit like this, and it helps us get better guests. We've been having a lot of guests. Our, actually, every single guest that we've had on the show has been awesome. We've never had a bad guest. And in fact, we got tons of amazing guests that are going to be on the show in the next couple of months. And by signing up for the Patreon, it helps us do this. Because getting guests sometimes costs a little bit of coinage, right? So uh, please sign up. Please sign up and join the Patreon 
Patreon, Patreon page, please. All right. <laughs> that note, um, let's talk about uh, something different because uh, we've had some good times and some bad times on the old Amazons and stuff. And I think we need to oh, talk yeah. about this. We we need to get this out to the people. So there's a lot of people listening to this podcast. Very good point. Very good point. So one of the things that we want to bring up about Amazoning in, in Japan is like, you know, you have to go to the specific Japanese site and they do offer some some categories in English if you're if you're a, a native English speaker and you live here in Japan. Mm-hmm. And you know, most of the, most of it's in Japanese, but you can just turn your browser to to automatically tra- automatically translate everything these days. So it's not a not a super big deal. But that having been said, there are some differences in dealing with Amazon Japan versus Amazon in another country. Um, the the major one that I've I've seen and I, and I've I've dealt with Amazon.com and Amazon.co.jp mostly in my life. And um, the thing is, in Japan, you can do returns to Amazon very, very, very easily. All you have to do is say, I don't like what I ordered or I ordered it when I was drunk or, you know, or something like that. And they'll be like, oh, OK, sure. Send it back. We'll give, we'll give you all your money back. They don't take a dime out of your money. And you can either have it put back on your credit card or, you know, or you can have on-site credit what do you think johnny um i think this is fantastic um i'm not sure if they do this um in the states or in europe or wherever but um yeah this is a very nice thing because guys come on let's be honest we've all been there we've all been you know in our underwear late at night after a couple of drinks messing around on our computers and stuff and then we kind of slide over to the amazons and we're looking at things here and there and stuff and then you know maybe we might buy something maybe we might buy a couple of things and maybe we might drink a little too much and not even remember the things that we bought until like three days later dun, 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 dun. there's a knock at the door you open it up and here's an amazon package for fucking sandals and maybe table parts and maybe a car engine who knows what you bought but it's usually <laughs> something that's a little bit weird and awkward and then you vaguely remember buying it you're like oh my god no no and then you rush to your amazon account and you check out your history and you're like oh jesus oh no not again not again oh blast you red wine in the middle of the night you were supposed to help me sleep (laughs) not spend all my coinage but yes we've all been there and it sucks so this is a really great feature and um jeremy have you ever used this feature Oh, a couple of times. I mean, there's been some drunk purchases that I, I kind of regretted and I had to get rid of them before the wife found out about them. And uh, yeah, I had to send those back and they were very easy to deal with, man. Very easy to deal with. Just You just hit a, 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 a button or a link and it clicks you over to like the the orders page and you click on, I want to cancel this order or return this order and that's it, man. And then from there on out, it's just uh, they give you instructions in English on what to do, and you can easily return it and get you all your money back without any kind of shelving cost or, or ten percent handling fees and bullshit like that. How about you? Have you ever used it? I have never used it, but I've had problems with Amazon before, man. Uh, about like what? Four, oh God! About four years ago, my dumbass decided to buy shoes on Amazon. Now, faders, never, ever, ever buy jeans or shoes on Amazon or any website unless you've done it before and it worked out and stuff. Because the thing is, when you buy something like this, dude, A, it's usually the wrong size. B, a lot of times it's the wrong color. And C, you don't know if it's the real deal or not, dude. And I bought a pair of DC skate shoes. Now, okay, granted, I don't skateboard at all, but I do like skate shoes. I like the way they feel. They're great. I like skate shoes and I like Converse. That's how I roll. Now, I bought a pair of these DC skate shoes. And first thing was, well, it was the wrong color. 
which was fine, which is fine. It was like a dark gray. And I was cool with that. And then after that, I put them on and they felt great for about a week. After a week of wearing these shoes, the left sole and the left, the left shoe sole fell off. It just fell off midday. What the fuck? Whoa, what the fuck, dude? And I was walking around with like a moccasin, right? A moccasin. And then after that, like within like a day, and I tried to put it together with shoe glue. I fucking I had to buy shoe glue and I bought shoe glue from Amazon and that actually <laughs> for a minute. And then, you know, the soldiers kept on coming off and stuff, you know, and I was screwed. I had a pair of shoes, a skate shoes, very expensive skate shoes. And fucking, yeah, they, they fell apart. And I was really disappointed. And I didn't know about this, you know, the return policy. If I would have known about the return policy, I would have returned the shoes. But I didn't know. Ignorance is not bliss. Yeah, you can simply return shit, even if it's broken, like. Like Johnny's shoe is broken. And, you know, with a skate shoe, I'm not a skater either, but I have to assume that the bottom part of the shoe is probably the most important part. Oh, yeah. Right? Because when you're doing jumps and shit and slides and all all kinds of cool tricks, probably you're using the bottom of your shoe the most. Yeah, but I don't skate. But the thing is, like, the bottom of the shoe is, like, the most important part of the shoe for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> for everybody, right? Even not just skaters, everyone, everyone in general. So if the bottom of your shoe doesn't stay on, it's not really even a shoe. It's a piece of cloth that you put over the top of your foot. It's a moccasin. It's a moccasin. It's a moccasin. It's a moccasin. Yeah. So, yeah, so I was walking around with moccasins for Are a bit. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Are you mocking me? <laughs> I am mocking you. I am mocking you. <laughs> That's what people do. Oh, I man. Got used so, yeah, speaking of skateboarding, man. Right now, what up? a lot of skateboarders in Tokyo, man. There are so many skateboarders. And it's like overnight. Like, one month ago, you wouldn't really see a skateboarder anywhere. Maybe you'd see a rollerblader. Maybe you'd see like somebody on one of those old kickboards or something, but you didn't, you really saw a skateboarder. But because of the Olympics, Japan won three medals, two golds and one silver. Because of that, there are skateboarders everywhere. I think like everybody of all ages, young kids and older people just ran to the skateboard or may, maybe even Amazon and bought skateboards, dude. And, and last night I went to a show. And um, anyway, I was walking in Shibuya and I, I, I probably saw like maybe 30 skateboarders. I, I saw so 30. many skateboarders. Yeah, there's so many. There's a couple by Hachiko. There's a couple of Senta guy. While I was walking down to D Dogenzaka, I saw maybe like five or six of them. And they're not all friends. None of these people knew each other. They're just random people with skateboards. None of them knew any tricks. They're just going straight or they're playing around and stuff. So yeah, it's crazy. Skateboarding is the new trend of 2021 in japan so if you come to japan make sure you have your wheels man skate or die <laughs> no shit right because uh i can respect a, a skateboarder more than i can respect a rollerblader go fuck yourself with rollerblades you know what the hardest part about rollerblading is telling your mom and dad you love to suck cocks man i tell you what the hardest thing about rollerblading is telling your parents that you love dicks man because Instead of spending all the time that you, you, you can trying to learn cool tricks like jumping over stuff and, and flying over shit and sliding down rails like you can on a skateboard, you're just rollerblading, man, and it just ain't cool. It's just not, it's just not cool no matter how you, how you look at it. Roller skating's cooler than rollerblading, though. Let's be honest. Yeah, roller skating is cool. It's an original thing, man. But rollerblading, go fuck yourself. Yeah, rollerblading. Oh, my God. Yeah, forget about that. But, yeah, now everybody's skateboarding, dude. It's the new baseball, which was the new soccer. So, yeah. 
It's all about skateboarding, skate or die. And, you know, I respect it. I think skateboarding is cool. I hope like people that are skateboarding, though, actually learn a few tricks, though. And so I'm just, you know, walking around with a skateboard trying to look cool. Yeah, but it's not as dumb as rollerbladers. I'm going to keep shitting on them for a minute. You got, Imagine you rollerblading so much. And you finally get there. You're pouring down with sweat. And then you got to stand in an elevator and you're nine feet taller than everybody else because you're wearing fucking rollerblades in the building. Go yeah. fuck yourself. Japan's always been kind of skater friendly. There's a lot of skate parks in Tokyo. Like, I mean, there's like there is. Komazawa Park. Komazawa Park is huge. It's massive. They got like what five like half pipes, a couple of quarter pipes and stuff. There's always tons of people there skateboarding. And that's that's been around for years and years and years. You know, like maybe like what 15, 20 years and stuff. There's another sure. one in uh, Sengen Jaya, which is like just right down the road from that park. Uh, Nike Town, like the Nike Village, or whatever in Shibuya. That was a skate mm-hmm. park for a while. And I think I think there's a I heard a rumor about this, so I'm not sure if it's true, but there's a department store in Shibuya that just opened up. And on the very top of the department store, supposedly that there's a skate park up there. So skate parks are opening up all over the place. This is cool. This is a cool thing. I, you know, I, but I, I'm just saying it. They're out there. I hope that everybody that has a skateboard learns how to ollie. If you know how to ollie, then it's cool. If you don't know how to ollie, you got to learn how to ollie and then kickflip. Yeah, you got to be out there practicing this shit all the time. It, it's just like any other skill. It takes time. Uh, it takes patience. And you and you got to learn it, man. And the best way to do that is to go to the skate parks and, and watch dudes who have been doing it longer. Uh, just like anything else. Like if you want to play baseball, if you want to do karate, if you want to do wrestling, you got to go and you got to watch people who've been doing it longer and know how to do it better and get tips from them. And then hell yeah, it's a bunch of ex- it's a bunch of exercise to learn skateboarding, isn't it? It's like running around and stuff, basically. You know, yeah. it's like high intensity, high intensity movements for a short amount of time, and then resting, then then again, high intensity movements for a short amount of time, then resting. It's really kind of, it's going to be good for you. So, and like you said, they're popping up everywhere. Even down here in Fukuoka, you see skateboarders. And another thing about Japan is late at night. People just tend to go back home and they don't like really hang around on the streets so much. So skateboarders can find a cool little place like in front of a station where the ground is smooth and or, you know, some place in front of a movie theater where they can actually practice their skills. And you see that quite often if you if you go out for a late night walk or a bike ride outside. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's definitely true. You know, another thing about skateboarding, which is better than rollerblading, other than everything, is that when a skateboarder <laughs> does pull off a trick, it looks cool. When you see somebody do like a, a kickflip, you're just like, oh, wow, that's awesome. But if you see like a rollerblader, like kind of like jump over like a cone, you're like, boring. <laughs> like, whatever, dude. Get, a, get the fuck out of here. Oh, uh. man. Rollerblading. And another thing about skateboards is that, you know, a lot of skateboards have really amazing designs, especially the, well, actually, since the beginning, the Mike McGill board, the Tony Hawk board, those originally like really huge boards. Yeah, the skateboard design was, has always been really cool. Ray Barbie, I used to love this dating myself, but um, yeah, Ray Barbie, a classic skateboarder. Yeah, that guy had some amazing graphics, dude. And the graphics these days are really incredible too. I mean, they really are pieces of artwork, you know, and that's why a lot of people, they hang in like skateboards on their walls and shit. You go to a lot of cafes in Tokyo, you'll see skateboards hanging on the walls and shit. I'm sure. Yeah, just the deck. Yeah, just the deck. Yeah. There's been really kick-ass video games based on skateboarding, movies based on skateboarding. You don't see that with fucking rollerblade, man. Yeah, Gleaming the Cube. Fucking Back to the Future, man. One of the coolest things in the original Back to the Future was that skateboard scene. Mm. The original one, you know, where where he's getting away from Biff. Oh, yeah. And he, yeah, yeah. And he creates the skateboard in 1955. That was awesome, bro. When I was a kid, that was awesome. That made me want to skate until I fell off once and I quit. <laughs> <laughs> These things are dangerous. 
I Ouch! Might- <laughs> oh, man. Well, Back to the Future 2 is pretty awesome with the hoverboards. Oh, uh, hoverboards seems awesome, right? Oh, my God, dude. Best scene ever, dude. Fucking when I was a little yeah. kid and I saw it at the movie theater, I was like, I can't wait to 2020. 2020 is going to be a good year. I got a great feeling about that. Yeah. <laughs> Jaws 4 <laughs> in 3D. <laughs> and uh, then hoverboards. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck, and man? Johnny you know, baseball hats. Yeah, that's right. We never got the hoverboard. You know, we, we got all the other stuff in the future, but we don't have the hoverboards, dude. I am so bummed. We could, although they do have those electronic skateboards, you know, the ones they, they call them hoverboards. Yeah, they call them hoverboards for some no, reason. I don't get no, that. No, that's different. That's different. That's the other little wheelie thing. No, the electronic oh, skateboards okay. is kind of like, um, it's like a remote control skateboard. You stand on it and you can like basically steer and you can go forward and backwards and stuff. And you can go, I think you can oh. go like maybe 40 kilometers an hour or something. It's, it's insane. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're they're really crazy, dude. I've seen a couple of those in town. Um, I think they're super expensive, so I don't I don't think they're gonna really take off too much in Tokyo. I think the one thing that I have been seeing is those kickboards. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a skateboard with a little thing that you hold on. God, I, I sound like a fucking old guy, don't I? But uh, <laughs> it's it's one of those things, like those kickboards. I've seen like the electric ones yeah. of those. Holy shit, dude! You know what I saw about what about a month ago? I was fucking, I was riding my bike home, right? And I was on Komazawa Dori riding my bike and stuff. And there's like this kid in front of me. And she she must have been like maybe like 18, 16 years old. She was like so young and so small, dude. And she was on one of these electronic kickboards, right? And she was cruising. She was cruising in traffic, in traffic. And that road is, there's a lot of traffic on that road. It's like two lanes, right? And people drive like maniacs on that road. And there she is. She's just cruising. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh, please, please be careful. Please be careful because I'm behind her and she's just flying, right? And then fucking there's like this hill that goes from uh, Ebisu all the way down to Nakamegro, right? And this hill is Oh, I love that hill. Yeah, the the hill's at like a 45 degree angle. And she's at the top and I see her all of a sudden it's like a roller coaster. She's at, she's getting closer, closer, closer. And then boom, she goes down that hill. She must've been going like 80 kilometers an hour. This little kid, dude, I'm a little guy, dude. I'll be honest. She was half my size, dude. Oh my gosh. Brave, dude. Brave is just lowers her gravity. Yeah. Just lowers her center of gravity and hits that hill and takes it all the way down. That's awesome, bro. You know, in my, in my worldwide adventures and travels, I saw those electronics kickboards, um, in Singapore, everyone has it in Singapore and, um, people just pay like a little bit of money and like a rental fee or whatever. It's like the bicycles here in Tokyo and there in Tokyo where you put your credit card in and you push a, a certain code and you can get a bicycle to, to drive around town. Mm-hmm. They can do that with electronic kickboards these days, bro. Yeah. I yeah, saw yeah, that yeah. in Australia. I saw it in Australia too. Do they do that in Tokyo right now? Yep. Yep. They do in Tokyo too. Yeah. That's cool. It's crazy. You, I'm sure, like, eventually you're going to have to get a license to do this because, dude, it's just fucking insane. I wonder how many people have accidents with these because they're riding them right in traffic with cars and stuff, dude. And they're keeping up with the cars. These things go so fast, dude. I got a BMX for a couple of reasons. And one reason why I have a BMX is because it is a little slow, right? So I don't have yeah. to worry about going too fast. And, like, if I do get in a wreck and stuff, you know, I'm not going to die. You know, a couple of scrapes, a couple of cuts, Johnny's fine, right? But if you're going like yeah. 40, 50 kilometers an hour on a bike or on a kickboard or even electronic skateboard, sayonara, sucker, you're going to go to heaven or the other place if you get in an accident. Yeah, dangerous. I mean, especially wearing like shorts and sandals, right? You're just going to get road rash to death. Oh, my God, dude. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. But, hey, <laughs> well, we don't have hoverboards, but we got this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Yeah. 
That's so awesome. Just think about it. Like when I was a little kid, there was no way that we would have like a rental service for electronic kickboards. That would that would have been so awesome as a kid. Yeah. To have I, to have access I, to those. Oh, totally. I, I'm so jealous of the youth because when I was a little kid, all I wanted was all the stuff that I have right now, which I guess is kind of cool. Like when I was a kid, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, you know, wouldn't it be awesome to have a watch that is also a TV? Yeah, we got it. Or a calculator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, they had the calculators back then. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> or a watch that turns into a little tiny robot, like oh. a Transformer watch. Yeah. There's a there's a restaurant in Tokyo that just opened up where all the uh, waiters are robots. Yeah, it was in the news like today. It's, it's crazy. It's like these, they look, you know, remember the Jetsons? Remember the maid from the Jetsons? What was her name? Judy? No, Judy was the daughter. Uh, his son Elroy, his daughter Judy, Judy. maid Roboto, Domo Arigato, Mr. Ro what was the name of the, the maid? What was the maid's name from the Jetsons? It was uh, Rosie. Was it Rosie? Rosa? Well, I think it might have been Rosie or some shit like that. Was it Rosie? But yeah. this this restaurant, this restaurant, you know, all the waitresses, I, they look like girls, okay? It's not, it's not a sexist thing, 2021, but um, yeah, they all look like Rosie, Rosie little robots and stuff. So it comes oh, cool. up, and I'm not sure if you if they you can use your voice or you have to like touch something. Probably it's going to be voice activated because of the COVIDs. And you're just like, I want a ramen and four beers for myself. Jeremy, what are you having? <laughs> I'll then, have the same. I'll have a ramen and four beers as well. And then it basically goes, says, okay, and then it takes off and then it comes back with your order. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. But there's yeah, a cool. lot of people out of work. <laughs> but you remember um, in that scene in Star Wars where R2-D2, the guy behind me there, yep. uh, he was a he was a little waiter on uh, on Jabba's sail barge. How did that end for Jabba? <laughs> Got choked out, bro. Yeah. By a chicken bikini. Which was so oh, hot. Man. That was awesome. So hot. So oh, hot. Princess Leia. Yeah. Oof. Princess, Princess Leia. Leia in my dreams. But the thing is, you know what? I would I would rather have an R2-D2 than a Rosie. You know, Rosie's homie, but R2-D2 is pretty badass. He, he can save your life, man. Mm -hmm. And I'm telling you, I, I, I know a guy who loves R2-D2. Uh, you? <laughs> <laughs> a guy with two yeah. thumbs over here. <laughs> Yeah, this guy has two thumbs and loves R2-D2. Who is it? This guy. <laughs> yeah, R2-D2. How come there's no Star Wars theme bars? There should be a Star Wars theme bar in Japan, especially in Akihabara. Did you ever go uh, I think there are. There, I, I know there's like bars that have like a lot of Star Wars stuff, but they don't have like... Yeah. You know, it's not like, you know, remember in Pulp Fiction? In the movie Pulp Fiction and stuff, they had that 1950s style bar, right? Where you had like, I don't know, you had like Elvis Presley, you had James Dean, Earl Monroe, it's like your waiters and stuff. They should have the same thing in Japan. Where no civil rights. Uh, <laughs> it's the 1950s, so no yeah. civil rights. Uh, yeah, you guys, you guys can't use this restroom. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be eating here. Thanks if you guys are going to play that game. <laughs> no tip for I'm, you guys. Yeah, I am out of here, sucker. <laughs> all right. Well, I, they didn't take it that deep. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, there should be a Star Wars uh, theme bar here in Tokyo, man. And I think in Ginza, in Ginza, about ten years ago, there was a Aliens theme bar that actually Geiger actually pieced together. Do you remember that? I remember that. And then I know there's another bar, like you said, it's not necessarily a official Star Wars bar, but they. They have props from Star Wars, Back to the Future, Aliens, and that's in um, Conda. My buddy Robert took me there one time for for a drinks. A little bit expensive, but they have some cool 
literal movie props from from the movies, like you know, and like us, like Vader helmets, and Boba Fett helmets, and the alien's head and stuff like that. You know, all kinds of cool shit. Definitely worth checking out. I can't remember the fucking name of it though for the for the life of me. It was but anywho, Kanda? if you, it's in Kanda. It's in Kanda, Central Tokyo, Kanda. So if you probably look up movie prop bar in Kanda, you'll probably find the one I'm talking about. Okay. You'll know it okay. as soon as you walk in because there's just movie shit everywhere. Mm. So it's kind of like a Japanese planet, Hollywood. Kind of like that, but a lot smaller. Yeah. Oh, interesting. How are the drinks? A little bit expensive, but you know, it, um, I have an issue. Like when I order a pint, I want a pint. I don't want to. I don't want a glass of beer in a in a thin, tall glass. Mm-hmm. I want a fucking. I want a pint, a pint that fits in your hand, like, like you know, like like a pint glass should fit in your hand. You know, a pint's a pint's a pint. You want a pint of beer when you go to buy yeah. a pint, you should get a pint. But yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Sometimes you a know, pint you- is a pint all over the world. Everywhere you go, you you should be able to order a pint. In a civilized civilization, right? Yeah. That's true. Well, you know, there are some places in Japan where you can get a pint of beer. That's like a pint. Oh, yeah. Like, go to Tap Room in Nakamegro. They give you fucking Absolutely. like real pints, right? And, um, Devil Craft? You know, Devil pizza, craft? Uh, pizza and beer, bro. Like a craft pizza and Chicago-style beer. Oh, oh no, wait. You mean Chicago-style I had that backwards. Style. I had that backwards. It's, it's a craft beer and Chicago-style pizza. That's what I meant to say. The other way around. I like a Chicago-style beer. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> hot dog the bears. It? <laughs> the bears. I'll yeah. Win. Yeah. Oh man, no, that's fantastic. But uh, yeah, there's some places where you can get real pints. Uh, what the Dickens and Ebbets here? You can get like mad pints there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I love that place. Live music. What the Dickens? Yeah, yeah. Dickens is great. Bartender's mm. name. The bartender and the owner's name is John. He's a fucking fantastic guy. Friend of mine. Oh, you know him too. Oh yeah, he's great. Yeah. Really cool guy. Yeah, super cool. If you, yeah. If you go to if you go to Ibisu and you go to What the Dickens, walk into What the Dickens, ask to speak to John and tell him Jeremy said suck my dick. He'll get a laugh out of that. <laughs> you better be careful, man. Once tourism start, like fucking maybe like eighty people will do that. <laughs> I hope so, cause uh, cause then he'll he'll hit me up on Facebook and be like, you son of a bitch, what did you do? <laughs> Every single day, somebody tells me to suck a dick. All right, I'm getting sick of it. <laughs> Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's great though, man. I had my um my 45th birthday party there, uh, wow. a couple years ago, just a couple, and uh yeah, and uh, he he brought up trays and trays and trays of shots and. Gave us free drink tickets and just took really good care of us. You know, made us a, a special, like a platter of, of like different kinds of foods from the bar. Like, you know, different kinds of, like we had meat pie and, oh, and yeah. chicken pot yeah. pie and like uh, pizza and sausages. All, all kinds of stuff. And he did that all on, all on, all on the um, gratis, man. All on the sleeve. He's just like, you've been coming around here for years. We just want to take care of you. Happy birthday. And I thought that was really, really genuinely kind of him to do so. Mm. Speaking of the food, their food is fucking excellent, dude. Oh, great food there. Really I love their food. Dude, dude, I didn't believe it at first. I didn't believe it at first. I, I was going there for years and shit, and all of a sudden someone's like, dude, have you ever had the food here? And I'm like, no, man, I go to a bar to drink. They're like, dude, come here for the food. And I was like, it's all true. right, cool. Yeah. I, had the, I had the, what's it, the meat pie? And I didn't, I didn't even know what meat pie was. And I, I was in England for a while. I was like, meat pie? And I had the meat pie. It's great. Shit, dude, all handmade, dude, all fresh, dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. And recent prices, too. It's nuts. They have a whole kitchen set up in the back, and there's uh, fantastic chefs back there working on that shit. Uh-huh. Um, another thing that I recommend there is they have a like a, 
around Christmas time, they have a, a Christmas dinner plate, which is like um, turkey with like white meat and dark meat and some mashed potatoes and some cranberry sauce and like uh, some kind of vegetable. You know, it depends on the season, but whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, that thing is great, man. You, oh you walk in there and it's perfect. It's a perfect portion, too. It's not too much, not too small. Mm-hmm. And like you said, decently priced. Great place, bro. Really great place. Yeah, I love that Fader, place. if you are in Ibisu, get your ass to what the Dickens. Oh, yeah. Live music and live comedy shows there as well. Yeah, and it's free to enter, which is pretty cool, too. Yeah, free to enter. Yeah, and then cool. tell John to suck, suck your dick from Jeremy. <laughs> from Jeremy, not Johnny. <laughs> don't even mention my name if you go there, okay? I don't want to get banned. <laughs> Johnny, we've had enough of your shit. <laughs> you are barred. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, that'd be terrible. Oh, my God. Dude, I want to go there now, dude. Fuck it. I've had like fucking two glasses of gin, dude. I'm just like, oh, man. Food sounds good. Okay. <laughs> I've still got the lockdown in there in Tokyo. I don't know. Are they open during the lockdown for at least food? They were open a couple of weeks ago, but then I guess the, the lockdown is starting to get a little serious right now. Last night, mm-hmm. oh my God, dude, I was in Shibuya, as I said, right? <clears throat> now, I went to, a, I saw a show, and um, after the show, like, we're just drinking on the street, just having streeter beers, right? And fucking, yeah. all of a sudden, like, all the bars and everything just started closing, one after another. All the lights in Shibuya started kind of slowly going down, if you believe it, right? Closing. Right? Yeah. yeah, everything's closing, right? I think a lot of things is turning underground. uniform and shit with like um like fluorescent lights and stuff on them and shit with these like like pads right these notepads and they're going from place to place and stuff they're like looking in and stuff and i'm like what the fuck is that are they making sure that the places are closed are they fucking like you know checking up to make sure everybody's following protocol holy smokes fucking, i didn't know those are hallway monitors man on a, on a citywide scale fuck you guys why would you want to be the hallway monitor why would you want to be the guy going into into a place going Excuse me, but are you are you making a living here? You're not supposed to be making a living here. Fuck yeah, those guys, crazy. nerds. So, yeah, yeah, I saw a couple of groups of those rollerblading those cocksuckers. Yeah, I bet they were rollerblading. <laughs> like, oh, I wish I brought my rollerblades. Yeah, if I had my rollerblades, everyone would think it was cool. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, I saw skaters and I saw snitches. <laughs> snitches, snitches get stitches. Because they all bitches. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, that was weird. But yeah, but you know what, though? It's summertime, so drinking on the street is always kind of fun. And that's the one thing that you can do in Tokyo for the time being. Drinking in the all street. Of yeah, yeah. All of Japan. You, oh, yeah, all of Japan. As long as you're not breaking shit or annoying people or being loud, you can be drunk as fuck and just walking around outside. As long as you're not bumping into shit or bothering people, mm-hmm. you can be drunk as fuck and walk around outside. And no one will say shit to you. They'll ask you if you're okay, maybe. But they're not going to say, like, you should be going home and they'll, they'll just, like, leave you alone for the most part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's basically what we did. Saw the show, drank some beers in the street, and then called it a night. Ugh, what a good night. What a good night. Uh, do you know how we can make this day, this good day, even better, Jeremy? If you say rollerblade, and I am fucking out of here, bro. All right. See you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm a closet blader. We call it blading. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna blade tonight? Oh, blade yeah. all night long, man. See you at the park. Let me get my let me get my friend's jacket and my and my LED lights on. We oh. can take down some bar names. Yeah, I'm gonna wear Oakley lasers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me get my skinny jeans on. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I wasn't gonna say blading. I was gonna say the news. 
We got to get into oh, the news. I love the news. Yeah, I love the news, too. We got a lot of news stories, man. So um, faders, sign up for the Patreon. Join this raffle. This is just this This right here. This butterfly knife bottle opener is just the beginning. So sign up for that. Listen to our commercials and we will see you in about five minutes with the news. All right. On that note, Jeremy, peace. Oh, fuck yourself. In Tokyo and craving soul food, we've got just the place for you. Soul Food House in Azabujuban. Check out what we do at soulfoodhouse.com. Come by and taste the love. We look forward to feeding you. If you're going to get your fit on, you got to get your fit on in style. And that's why I use Ghost Town Palmade. Ghost Town Palmade is the number one badass palmade, and I practice what I preach. When I leave this house, if I'm not wearing a hat, if I'm not wearing a lid, I'm wearing Ghost Town Palmade in my hair. This stuff is amazing. It smells good, it looks good, and it feels good. Ghost Town Palmade, badass palmade. And let me tell you one thing comes in a lid. That's pretty badass. This whole world is so nerfed up these days. Everything is plastic and pink, but not Ghost Town Palmade. This stuff is a man's palmade, and it is hardcore. It's so hardcore, it's from Oakland, California. Oakland, California. That's right. Ghost Town Palmade. Get your fade on in style. Papa. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. And I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I could probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, if I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks. But if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. Are you at Harajuku with some out-of-town friends or your family or significant others? Yeah! Do you want to chill and drink beer and eat sandwiches while your friends overpay for glitter unicorn socks? Yeah! And the flavor's gonna make you complete at Harry's Sandwich Company. So come on down to Harry's Sandwich Company in the heart of Harajuku, right off Takeshita Street. See you there! Yo, what's up, faders? It's your boy, Johnny. I have an opportunity for you. Well, in fact, I have 50 opportunities for you. A few years ago, I painted all 50 American states. And in each and every state, I painted in all major city names, the state's cultural icons, pop culture that pertains to that specific state, and a whole lot more fun, interesting, and educationally groovy stuff. The project took me over eight months to complete, and now they're yours forever. I have digital prints available for download on the Spilt Inks Etsy shop. These prints started off at about five bucks a pop, but not anymore. These high resolution prints are a dollar each. They're yours for a dollar each. So brighten up your walls and expand your mind with your favorite state. These prints are a dollar each. And they're worth so much more. These are these these paintings are absolutely incredible. You're gonna love them. 
And if you don't like the state project, that's cool, that's cool. Johnny still has love for you. But check out the Spilled Inks Etsy shop to find all sorts of other wild art that will save your soul and blow your mind. So go down to the show notes for a direct link to the Spilled Inks Etsy shop. Go there, shop away, support the show because we love you. And we love art too. So faders, without further ado, enjoy the show. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right, over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five minute walk from the station. It's your liquor. And we are back with the news. Faders, welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 610. We forgot to say that before. Episode That's right. Hmm. It's a good number. Good number. Round number. It's a round number. Well, it's an even number. Yeah. Hmm. All right. So what we do have, Faders, is, as we stated before, the news. And uh, we've got a lot of news. And uh, Jeremy, this first story takes place in Fukuoka, your hometown. So why don't you kick off the news? All right, man. Here we go. The first story that we have today is a cleaner is arrested for stealing a glove from SoftBank Hawks players locker. So if you don't know who the SoftBank Hawks are, they're a major league team here in Japan. So a baseball team. Mm-hmm. So it says, uh, today, 6 a.m., J- uh, JST in Fukuoka, police in Fukuoka have arrested a 23-year-old man on, sh- on suspicion of stealing a glove from the locker of SoftBank Hawks baseball player. According to the police, Hidetoshi Nakahama, who lives in Itoshima, not far from where I live, uh, Fukuoka Prefecture, is employed by the PayPay Dome as a cleaner. Uh, the, it's the basically the Hawks' uh, home home ground, their their stadium. It's just it's not really far from where I live either. Okay, the police said that he has admitted to stealing the baseball glove belonging to pitcher Siyoshi Wada around 7:30 p.m. on Thursday. Fuji Television reported the glove is worth around 100,000 yen, about a thousand U.S. dollars. About yeah. probably because Siyoshi Wada is a badass baseball pitcher. And uh, you will probably be hearing about him in the in the major leagues in the states in the near future, I would assume. All right, there was no game being played on Thursday night, and the locker room was empty. On Friday, Nakayama sold the glove to a store in Fukuoka. The police have emerged. Uh, the police said he emerged as a subject after surveillance camera caught him uh, showing caught him caught him going through the locker uh, just prior to the theft in July. The club reported the theft of other items from the locker room, and police are questioning Nakahama about his involvement in those cases. Mm. Don't steal, kids. Don't steal. Don't steal. I wonder what other items disappeared. I'm assuming jock straps, because on the street, those go for a lot of money. <laughs> Nakayama is, um, is an avid rollerblader, 
and he <laughs> likes to cover himself in old jock straps as protection against the uh, rollerblading cooties. Uh, yeah, that's how he rolls, I guess you could say. So he rolls, man. <laughs> Unintended. Oh, man. I, I wonder, $1,000 for a famous uh, baseball player's mitt, um, that seems a little low, doesn't it? It does seem a little bit low. And also, why don't you also charge the people who bought that shit? Because if there's no market for it, people won't steal it, right? Well, that's kind of iffy. Because, I mean, the, the guy at the shop could be like, oh, this is a present. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thank you. You know? So, I mean, the guy doesn't have to say that it's hot goods, you know? Yeah, okay. So Maybe they didn't know. Fair enough. They didn't know. All right. What's the next story, Johnny? Next story moving forward. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Let's see if I can pronunciate this after what three glasses of gin. Jeez. Why do I do this to myself? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, we're a bit drunk. Hmm. Georgian judoka ejected from Paralympics after assault arrest. Did I pronunciate that right? Georgian. Very good. Judoka? So judoka yeah. means a judo player, right? A judo fighter. A judoka is a judo practitioner. Mm -hmm. A karate ka is a karate practitioner. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> the story took place in Tokyo. Uh, a paramedic. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh, uh, not a paramedic, Johnny. A different kind of para. Uh, Paralympic gold medalist from Georgia has been ejected from the Tokyo Games after he was arrested earlier this week for allegedly assaulting a security guard at a hotel. The organization committee said Friday. Okay, okay, I'm really gonna fuck this one up. Ziviad Gogo Chukori. Is it Chukori? Uh, gold medalist in the men's judo 90 kilogram division at the 2016 Rio de Janeiro Paralympics was arrested by Japanese police on Monday. The 34 year old judoka was set to compete in the sports 100 kilogram division at the Paralympics starting Tuesday. He's accused of breaking a rib of a security guard a man in his 60s on the morning of August 12th when he jumped on top of him and grabbed his neck. Oh, my God. The guy's in his 60s. Come on. Leave him alone. Um, the incident took place after a different security guard warned Gogo Chukhuri and several other Georgian athletes about the amount of noise they were making while drinking in the corridor of the Tokyo's hotel sixth floor, according to police. Well, see, that's what happens when you close bars, you know? If you close bars, yeah. close the Zakais, and you close restaurants, people are going to drink in hallways. They're going to drink in hotel rooms. They're going to drink. People are going to drink. Can't stop it, you know? So, I mean, they're going to cause noise. So, I mean, you might as well have them in a designated area, a.k.a. a bar, where they basically are noisy there. Bars are noisy. At least they should be. Um, Gogo Chikuri uh, was quarantining at the hotel after a member of the country's team tested positive for HIV, no, COVID-19, according to police. The organization... Huh? Not the HIV. Not the HIV, man. The COVID-19. I misread that. I misread that. It's the boo speaking, not me. <laughs> I'm taking yeah, you can, responsibility. You can survive the HIV. <laughs> yeah, you can survive the HIV these days. Mm -hmm. COVID-19, that's a different story. Well, it'll get you in the end. Um, the organizing committee of the Tokyo Olympics and Paralympics said that it has also barred one of the Georgian athletes who was drinking with Gogo Chukuri at the time for um, training for three days as punishment. 
The committee said it gave Georgia's 15-member national team that was staying at the hotel and its Paralympic committee a stern warning over their conduct. Well, shit, they got nowhere else to go except for the hallways and shit. Yeah, but you guys roll to another hallway. <laughs> you get on your rollerblades and you get the hell out of the hallway. <laughs> Stop clanking those little wheelie chairs. Those are just big rollerblades. We know about you guys. Yeah, we got our eyes on you. Okay, next story. <laughs> All right. So that's that's hilarious, though, man, that he jumped out of his wheelchair onto the back of some 60-year-old guy. The guy's struggling to get this little fucking dude off his back and punch him in the face over his shoulder. And, and then the guy fucking does a flip and then nails him, breaks his ribs. Wow. Mm. Anywho. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> it is what it is, man. It is what it is, man. Don't be fucking with those little tiny wheelchair judo cuz, man. They'll fuck you up. Was he in a wheelchair? Right. He wasn't in a wheelchair, was he? What, what, what's Paralympics? Isn't that all wheelchair dudes? Well, no, but... I don't know, man. I'm an idiot. I have no fucking idea. But you can't I'm be not... in a wheelchair and do judo, can you? How can you do judo in a wheelchair? You can still flip people if you're in a wheelchair. You just got to flip them out of their chair, right? Or do you flip them in the chair? Like You flip the whole chair. These guys are fucking strong. No. Yeah, because all they're doing is they're using their upper body, man. Holy all shit. the time. I had no idea the guy was in a wheelchair. I don't know. I'm just, I guess. I, like I said, I'm an idiot. I, I don't know. Paralympics para to me means paralyzed. Paralyzed means wheelchair, right? Oh, my God. That's wild. I really want to watch the Paralympics now. This sounds pretty exciting. <laughs> I want to watch the judo for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely judo. These guys aren't fucking around, man. <laughs> that's awesome. All right. You know, you know, if you're if you're a fucking Olympian, no matter if you're Paralympian or regular Olympian, you're you're already a badass in my book. More power to you, bro. Through that. Leave the old man alone, though. Being an old man myself, not sixty yet, but fucking hell, leave us alone. We break easy. All right. Next story: Hackers steal ninety-seven million from Japanese crypto exchange. Wow. Bow, bow, bow. All right. Japanese uh, cryptocurrency exchange Liquid was scrambling Friday to recover stolen assets worth $100 million. Oh, no, this is $100 million. In the second such major heist by hackers in recent days, the Tokyo-based company said in a statement on Thursday that it had detected unauthorized access uh, of some of its crypto wallets and managed uh, that is managed by Liquid. Uh, and then I'm just trying to wrap my mouth around this word elliptic elliptic a london-based firm which helps stolen cryptocurrencies uh, track stolen cryptocurrencies and it's and its analysis found that just 90 just over 97 million in cryptocurrency assets have been received in accounts identified as liquid belong to the thief okay that was really really written strangely sorry about that so basically, someone sold ninety-seven million dollars worth of cryptocurrencies. Hmm, it's a lot. Okay, of so the problem there is like you have to find someone to buy those cryptocurrencies. And the thing about cryptocurrencies is, basically, it's a long number, and it's completely traceable. Because like whoever whoever had that currency last, the, you know, they're gonna have a record of they changed this one, this this number with this person and this number. So it's completely traceable how where that money is tracked to, right? I'm not sure about that, I'm not sure. I don't know, man. I told you I'm an idiot. I don't even know what Paralympics means. Mm. 
You know what? I, I should know more about computers because when I was a kid, my favorite movie, one of my favorite movies was War Games, right? And I was like, dude, mm. computers are awesome. That and Weird Science, right? Both of those 1980 movies were computer movies, right? That and a little yeah. bit of TNA. But the thing is, dude, fucking I love computers when I was a kid. When I was in college, I was designing websites and then it just kind of like stopped, right? And I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. I had cryptocurrency as kind of like a joke, I guess. One of my friends was doing Ethereum and fucking he's like, here, here, sign up for this wallet. Here's 20 bucks. Now you can just play with this. I'm like, okay, cool. And so the $20 went up to like $39 and then went down to like $9, $2. And then it just disappeared. Maybe it was stolen. I have no idea, but I lost it. And I didn't really care. And I learned a lesson. Cryptocurrencies suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anyone who's made a lot of money out of cryptocurrencies, bro. I know a bunch of people who've played with it and are probably a lot smarter. Well, definitely a lot smarter about it than I am. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't know anybody who's made a lot of money out of it. Maybe a small gain at the beginning and then end up losing their ass on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I play, I play with the stock market. Same thing. Little guys never win. No, no. You, you never really win and stuff. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm banking on social security. You know, that's, that's where I'm going to, uh, make my money in the end. So I'm waiting until I'm like 65 years old before I cash in, you know, I'll cash out. What about Patreon, man? We're going to have to get people to sign up for our Patreon so we don't have to work anymore. Come on, people. Yes. <laughs> Actually, faders, <laughs> you know, if enough of you sign up for the Patreon, pretty much this could be our full-time job. We could like get on, we could crank on podcasts like three, four times a week. This could be a daily show. You'd be so happy to have us in your house and in your ear holes 24 hours a day. Oh, my God. That means I get to drink every single day and it's part of my job? What? Yeah, <laughs> Drinking a lot and taking a lot of drugs has never hurt anyone as long as I've known about history. In, the, in, in all of history, no one's ever been hurt from taking a lot of drugs and a lot of alcohol. No one. Like, like no, no, not even Kurt Cobain, Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Janis Joplin, and Amy Winehouse. None of those guys? Except them. Mm, Except those guys. Okay. Who, who are, you know, probably rollerbladers. Well, I don't know. Jim Kurt Morris Cobain would never rollerblade, bro. He's no. against that shit. Jim Morrison might have rollerbladed in the end. In the end. At the beginning? No, no. He was pretty cool. But in the end, you know, <laughs> he might have been a roller. <laughs> in the end. Mama. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next story. Next ballot ballet dancer arrested for over sex with 16 year old girl at Tokyo Hotel. You know, this is my story, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Is it your story? It's my story, man. Um, okay, you read it. Okay, this is actually something that should probably be on uh, Got Fitted Japan's After Dark because this one is a little bit dark, but uh, yeah. Right. Um, so this is a preview for everyone who hasn't signed up for the Patreon because mm. on Patreon, you get After Dark. You get, you get, Got Faded Japan After Dark, and you get little tidbits and little stories like this. Go, John, go! Okay, yes, 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 After Dark. Uh, once again, ballet dancer arrested over sex with 16-year-old girl at Tokyo Hotel. Now, this story is just strange because I thought most ballet dancers that were guys were kind of, like, um, gay. Roller no rollerbladers? Nothing wrong being gay. Totally cool. We're, we're awesome with it. But, um, yeah, mm. it's, it's I didn't I didn't know that was, you know, a straight kind of like thing you know I, I thought ballet was like more of like a girl's kind of thing anyway okay so this is this is odd okay this oh, so, so basically this is an educational program that we're we're, we're running here Absolutely. so now 
people have learned that, you know, aside from fantastic gay people who are awesome at everything that they do in life, we, we really support them and we love them. Support. There's also straight, straight guys who ballet dance. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk it? I had no idea. And uh, we're expanding our horizons, Johnny. We are becoming more educated just by listening to this program. That's right. That's right. Okay. Uh, all right. Here we go. This story takes place in Tokyo. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 25-year-old male ballet dancer on suspicion of indecent behavior with a teenage girl in a hotel in Tokyo in 2019. According to Mitsuru Ito, faces allegations of committing sexual acts with the girl, then 16 at a hotel in Shinjuku's wards, Kabukicho district. Kids, stay out of Kabukicho. It is not for you at all. If you are under the age of 20, you should not be in Kabukicho. And actually, don't go to Kabukicho. It's bad. Actually, it's fun if you go to the right places. But uh, yeah, the Kabukicho is dirty. Uh, police quoted Ito as saying that he was advising the girl who was a ballet student at the time. Advising. That's what they call it these days. Police said Ito told him told them he knew the girl was a minor. Police said that Ito sent a message to the teenager on a social networking site on March 2020 that read, quote, there are other girls. You were just one of my playmates, end quote. Damn. Well, this guy is a cold hearted piece of slippery doggy doo doo. Oh, my God. What a bad guy. Ballet Horrible dancers. I, I never thought, you know, this is kind of part of the sport. Um, After learning about the, the incident, the girl's parents filed a criminal complaint against Ito. Good parents. He Good was parents. arrested. Good parents. He was arrested last month after he returned to Japan on summer vacation from Austria, where he is based. In 2015, Ito won third place at the Pre de Lu Lu Louisiana. Louisiana. Oh, God. I'm having troubles with words today. Oh, my gosh. Those I'm are French words, so they mean different shits. Okay, so I, a Paris de Lyon. Okay, that's what it was. Uh, an international dance competition. Dance, dance, dance competition held annually in Switzerland. Well, not anymore for this guy. He's going to be doing all his ballet dancing in prison. <laughs> yeah, this dude just jumped in that chick's DMs. Boing. He's oh, like, yeah, I, I got to meet some other girls. You are not so popular. And then he went boing, jumped out of her uh, DMs again. And then the parents were fed up with that shit. Like you said, man, good parents. I like I like parents who fucking involve, man. You shouldn't just be letting some weirdo and fucking ballet dancer like uh, your kids. Get in there and fuck him up, parents. Yep. Well, they're fucking him up with a lawyer. Okay. Probably financially, mm. emotionally, and there. This guy's definitely gonna do some time. I mean, shit. Probably what six years? Probably, maybe. I don't care. He can yeah. go ballet dance yeah. in jail for a while. Yeah. Boing, 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 jumping all over the place. Next story, Jeremy. All right. I like this kind of shit right here. Woman outwits phone scammer pretending to be her son. Ooh, what's wrong with that kid's voice though? If if like, anywho, okay. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 20-year-old man for attempting to swindle money from an elderly woman on a phone scam. The 20-year-old suspect uh, contacted the woman, who's in her 70s, uh, by phone around 3 p.m. on August 12th, pretending to be her son. Uh, Fuji TV reported, The woman managed to avoid the scam by consulting with family members beforehand uh, should she receive such a 
such a suspicious phone call. I have had a few drinks as well. Okay. According to police, Toshihiko Nishibayashi conspired with a friend in the scam. When Nishibayashi's friend contacted the woman saying that he was her son and needed money, she deliberately called him by her husband's name instead of her son's name. Ooh, Jedi mind trick. These are not the old women you were looking for. Yep. Yeah. When he failed to point out that the mistake, his cover was blown. Fuck you, Nishibayashi, you cunt. All right. The caller said that he would send a colleague to the house to collect the money. The woman re- immediately reported the call to the police. And when Nishibayashi showed up the colleague, uh, as the colleague, he was apprehended by police. Gotcha. Ain't so smart now, Nishibayashi. I love a good stakeout. Yeah, police said that he admitted to the scam and, and quoted him as saying he did it because he didn't have any money. No shit, Nishibayashi, you fucking genius. Yeah. Right. Well, now he can have no money in jail. <laughs> now he can have no money in jail and he can learn ballet <laughs> yeah. from Ito. You think that's going to be Ito's <laughs> trade? You know, when you go to prison, you get a trade, right? Boing, Some people become boing, like boing, boing. artists. Some people become hoes. Yeah. Maybe, maybe fucking Ito teaches like all the guys in there how to do ballet. So maybe, maybe in the future, we're going to have a crime wave of by ballerinas, like this ballerina crime wave. They're going to be running around in tutus and masks on their, t- their tippy toes and shit, robbing banks. I don't know, dude. <laughs> He's crazy. all in there speaking French. Oh, you shall do the pirouette. Oh, pirouette, pirouette. Boing, 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 boing. Just jumping all over the place. Oh, man, that's wild. Okay, next story. <clears throat> man arrested for stealing 1.2 million yen from woman in elevator. That's a lot of fucking money to have on you. Jesus Christ. That's like in what? an elevator as well. $12,000. Oh, my God. Wait, man, in an elevator. In an elevator, yeah. It's kind of like that Aerosmith song. <clears throat> Loving an elevator. Living it up when I'm going down. Guy got busted and he's going down. Here we go. Police in Tokyo have arrested a 47-year-old man in suspicion of stealing a bag containing 1.2 million yen in cash from a 20-year-old woman in an elevator in May. God, when I was 20 years old, I didn't have $20. According to police... Same here, bro. Jeez, I still don't. Hideaki Takahashi, a company employee from Nagariyama, Chiba Prefecture, and a woman were the only occupants in the elevator, which is in a building in the Kabuki Cho Red Light District. Ah, It's a fucking theme. It's a fucking theme. We'll see a... Was he a ballet dancer? Was he a scam artist? Oh, my God. Did this guy know ballet? I bet he knew ballet. Boing, 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 boing. He was jumping all over the place. No, he was on his tippy toes. He ran away in his yeah. tippy toes. Um, yeah. Kabukicho Red Lake District of Shinjuku's Sankai Shimbun reported that the woman was on her way up to a host club on the third floor when Takahashi, who was standing behind her, suddenly placed a paper bag over her head, grabbed her bag, and got off the elevator before <laughs> it left the first floor. He had a paper bag? Who's got paper bags? I hope... I fucking hope he shouted, Yoink! When he did it, too. <laughs> Uh, police said the woman was not injured. Takahashi, who was identified after an analysis of building surveillance camera footage. Yeah, um, there's cameras everywhere, especially in elevators. Especially in elevators, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Has admitted to the charge, police said, adding that he told he told them that he sensed that the woman had cash in a bag. Dude, he just sensed it. Now, that's he's a, a Jedi, Jedi, bro. Yeah. yeah. Fucker's a, a Jedi. Bag. 
there is money in the bag and i have a paper yeah. bag who's got a paper bag police said that takahashi <laughs> is also being questioned about a number of similar robberies since last november you know if if these women are getting paper bags over their heads and robbed this guy is probably the one who's doing it <laughs> yeah he's got an abundance of paper bags lots of time and he's rich as shit Oh, my God. You know, maybe that's just stick, right? He's like the paper bag bandit. Kind of like, you know, in Home Alone, they had the wet bandits. This guy's the yeah. paper bag bandit. <laughs> what, what happens to the women? Like a paper bag goes over their head and they drop their they drop all their money and start running around in circles until they hit a wall and elevator and pass out. What's going on with that? Just if a paper bag goes over your head, take it off your head. Yeah. Yeah. These girls, they should learn judo. <laughs> From a wheelchair guy. Yeah, definitely. Uh, well, anyway, this guy, ribs. this guy, Takahashi, he was arrested and apparently he was wearing rollerblades. The guy was a blader. <laughs> That's how he escaped so quickly. <laughs> Next story. Yeah, we're not really, we're not really selling Kabuki show, are we? No, or rollerblades. <laughs> or rollerblades. <laughs> All right. So the next story is a man is arrested after killing his 82 year old mother after a laundry argument. What? Oh. Shit, the red to the whites. <laughs> you washed my undies with the socks. Okay. It says here this happened in Yokohama, where I used to live. Okay, a 58-year-old man was arrested on suspicion of killing his 82-year-old mother at their apartment in Yokohama. Uh, has told police he lost his temper and his mother argued uh, with him over doing the laundry. According to the police, Junichi Noguchi, and he has no Gucci, bro. He has no time for no Gucci. Uh, a part-time worker uh, beat his mother, Kazue, about the head and face on August 9th at their apartment in Sake Ward, Kyoto News reported. No Gucci visited a station early in the morning on August 11th and said his mother had died and that it might have been because he beat the shit out of her. Uh, Causeway was taken to the hospital where she was pronounced dead. Uh, they probably knew because she was blue and wasn't breathing. Okay. Probably. Police said that Noguchi admitted to beating his mother who suffered from dementia. Uh, he was quoted by police as saying uh, they got into an argument because she, she rebuked him. That's their word, not mine. For following the rules of doing, for not following the rules of doing the laundry. Fucking rules, man. It's Japan. You got to follow the fucking rules, bro, or you get beat around the head. Well, she's got dementia, dementia or not. You gotta get Yeah, well, you know what? She 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 should watch her fucking mouth. How many times does he have to warn her? How many times does he have to say, Look, I don't give a fuck about your rules. I live by the ballet rollerblading rules of Kabuki Cho. <laughs> and if you don't like it, get the fuck out of my house. Oh. <laughs> Take your rollerblades and get the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Do you think that she... All right. You ever see that Simpsons many, many, many a oh, year ago where basically yeah. Marge accidentally put... No, Bart put his red hat into, like, the laundry that was basically Homer had all his white shirts and the red hat turned his white shirt pink and he had to go to work and he was wearing, like, the pink shirt. <laughs> Remember that episode? <laughs> Yeah, I remember that one. Um, dude, that's happened to everybody. I mean, you, you probably don't know a person alive who that hasn't happened to. But do you think this is what happened here? 
basically she had like a pink hat or maybe some pink panties or something. She put it in the laundry and all his white shirts turned pink. Right. And then basically what happened, he went to work and it's kind of like right out of Reservoir Dogs. Right. He goes to work and stuff. And I was like, hey, look, it's Mr. Pink. He's like, don't call me Mr. Pink. Why do I got to be Mr. Pink? And they're like, you're Mr. Pink because you're a pussy. He's like, pussy, I'm going to get on my rollerblades and I'm going to go home and I'm going to solve the problem how this started. That's probably what happened. He, he got back to his house and he's like, Ma, Ma, where the fuck are your Friday night pink pa- red panties? You know, you only wear your red panties on Friday night and payday. Where the fuck are those red panties? And she's like, I think I put them in the laundry. He goes like, you bitch, you put them in the laundry. Ouch, ouch, ouch. My brains, my brains. Yeah. Well, that got dark. <laughs> In the scene. Mm. In scene, in scene. Uh, acting, my friend, acting. You think they're gonna call him Mr. Pink in prison? That's gonna be his prison name, hey, Mr. Pink. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you finish with your bento, number four three yeah. seven two, Mr. Pink? Did you finish your bento? No, guard didn't it's finish your, bento. <laughs> it's your turn to do the pirouette. Get over here and dance with your partner. Why do I gotta be Mr. Pink? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Dude, that was a lot of great news, man. I had a lot of fun. Dude, doing the show during the day and getting your fade on is actually kind of fun. Day fading. Oh, hell yeah. Day fading. Holy smokes, man. Oh, God. It's like fucking 2 o'clock. Wait, almost 3 o'clock. Unbelievable. The whole day's ahead of us. Faders, we usually do this show really late at night. So it's kind of refreshing yeah. to do it during the day. Um, And actually, I'll tell you what, man. When you drink during the day, it cures your hangover. I was hung over at the beginning of the show. I was like, oh, my God, how am I going to do this? Oh, geez. Oh, boy. How can I do got faded Japan hung over? Well, I'll tell you with a little bit of gin, not juice, gin and water. <laughs> so what you're saying is alcohol solves all problems. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. 100 percent. 100 percent. No one has ever died or ever gotten in trouble or ever caused trouble due to alcohol as far as I'm concerned. Well, actually, what do I know? Our stories I mean, are kind of alcohol I'm an idiot. Influenced. <laughs> At least two of our stories today. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. That and rollerblades. Right. Yeah. Actually, rollerblading and alcohol does not go hand in hand. But then again, nope. if you are rollerblading and you're drinking, you fall, you deserve it. <laughs> rollerblades suck. And neither, and neither does mama's red panties for Friday night. They do not go in the laundry. Yep. Don't do We learned a lot of things here this evening or this afternoon, Jeremy. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like we've educated ourselves a little bit more, and we've become more helpful members of society, Johnny. Um, yes, absolutely. And Faders, we hope you did too. And on that note, Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this very special episode of Got Fitted Japan, episode number 610. And um, yes, you know what to do. Go to iTunes, give us a five-star review, and um, rate something groovy because it does help the show. Uh, and it's free. It's absolutely free. And speaking of free stuff, we've got Instagram, we've got Facebook, uh, we've got Twitter. And Jeremy, don't we have the YouTubes? We got YouTubes and TikTok, my friend. And if you want to join the raffle, what do they do? How do they join the raffle? Ah, easy. If you want to join the raffle, the badass got fitted Japan raffle, you got to sign up for our Patreon. It costs $5. And you have the chance to win $200 worth of stuff. Um, This right here is a butterfly knife 
bottle opener. How cool is that? That's absolutely amazing. These things are, these are things are, these are priceless. And you can probably only get these in Japan, maybe China. And uh, yeah, definitely sign up and uh, you automatically will join the raffle. And how are we going to do the raffle? We're going to do it old school. We're going to put everybody's names in my cap. I'm going to stick my hand in there and I'm going to pull on a name. And it could be yours. So sign up now. Stop what you're doing. Stop the press and sign up, sign up, sign up. It's only five bucks and it supports the show. It helps us out. Thank you. Fuck yeah, people. Throw us some money, please. Yes. (laughs) 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 I'm lost for words, man. After four four cups of gin and water, dude, I'm fucking done. Um, On that note, faders, thank you very much. And we will see you soon. And um, also another thing with the Patreon, you do get the bonus show, Got Fit in Japan After Dark, which is the darker, nastier, and more sadistic stories of which we cover. And it is fantastic. I love doing it. And we're going to do that later in this week. So uh, (laughs) sign up now. And on that note, peace. Go fuck yourselves. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Oh, you wait till mom finds out, buddy. I've got a government job to abuse and a lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. God, the pressure! I can't take it! I can't take it! I can't stand to it! You sure I should do this, man? We're good! Freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Oh, man. I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is a fucked up repugnant shit. Eh, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.